video leads until six o'clock tonight. Now, the 1st of August signified the relaxation of remote working expectations set out by the government, of course, four months ago. Over 18 million people have continued to work through lockdown from home. Many businesses now face decisions over the return to the physical office. Rules constantly changing from quarantine post-travel to your rights to work from home. So the question is, I guess, where do employees and employers alike stand now legally? Uh, well, to kind of help us through this minefield is Leeds-based employment lawyer Simon Robinson. Good afternoon, Simon. Welcome to the show. Hi, Steph. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. So are you going to help us explain um, all of this? Because um, Precedented has been possibly the most overused word, hasn't it, over the past two months? But this is like it's a really evolving situation, which is with with quite unclear guidelines as well, along with it, hasn't it? Uh, well, it's been yeah, it's been constantly changing from the introduction of the job retention scheme, which was obviously rushed out, and then was it seemed we were getting updates every Friday night or Saturday morning, which made employment solicitors' jobs pretty tricky. Not the government. <laughs> should obviously base their policies around what happens uh, to employment solicitors but it's been it's been a bit of a mess from the word go I mean, where, where we've got now is the main questions that employers are asking are um uh, can staff uh, who who asked to remain working from home uh, be allowed to work from home if they feel uncomfortable working in the office it's what responsibilities do employers have to ensure the safety of their staff and what are workers rights returning from abroad and having to to quarantine and and taking the first one first, employees they can work from home. The guidance from the government is still that they should be allowed to work from home rather than coming into the office. Uh, employees with 26 weeks service have a statutory right to request flexible working, and employers must consider that reasonably. They can only reject the request based on one of the eight statutory um, grounds, which I won't, I won't um, go into it at this point. Um, individuals who are classed as clinically uh, extremely vulnerable or clinically vulnerable should be given uh, consideration and employers also need to be mindful that if an employee has an underlying health condition denying a request to work from home might be a fear to make a reasonable adjustment and, and therefore amount to disability um, discrimination and one of the other questions were asked is if an employee refuses to come in can they dismiss uh, an employee and that is something you should, as an employer, tread very, very carefully if you're going to do. Employees may have protection from dismissal or detriment um, under health and safety provisions. So if employers are thinking of doing that, really they need to take advice from an employment lawyer uh, before they, they do it. I'm guessing your job has been very, very, very busy over the last few months. It, it, it has, and it's we, we've we try to to give back in that we, we know we're in a very privileged position that work hasn't suffered for us so we try to give away as many free resources to employees and employers over social media as we can q and a's and fact sheets and, and, and things like that just to make sure that, that people are getting a bit of guidance in an ever as you rightly said an ever-changing landscape um, and, and the big question i suppose we we've got now is what are workers rights if they're returning from abroad and having to Quarantine. Well, um, well, of course we saw this in France. At the, we saw this in France at the weekend, didn't we? Of course, and then people scrabbling yeah. to get to get back because they'd probably got work and they didn't want to go into quarantine. But some people just didn't make it back. So where do they stand with their employee if they've got to quarantine after a holiday? Well, so there's there's a couple of issues on that, which is if people have been taken by surprise, as it, as it were, whilst they've been abroad, 
um, and come back. What, what, what employers and employees should be doing is working together to try and overcome that um, unforeseen problem. So there's various options like can the employee work from home? If so, then um, let them. If the employee can't, then there's other options like taking annual leave if the employee's got annual leave left. Of course, that's unfair because why should an employee take annual leave to just sit at home through through no fault of their own? But it is an option. Or perhaps um, unpaid leave. If if an employer was to move to dismiss someone in those situations, or anyone within two years doesn't have unfair dismissal protection, there could be some discrimination. For example, if employees visiting the country they are from, so French person traveling to France for a family wedding, then imposing a sanction could be indirect race discrimination. But other than that, there's no real protection. Someone's got over two years service, but they do have unfair dismissal protection. I think dismissing in those circumstances is likely to be unfair. Where, where employees might come unstuck is knowing there are restrictions in place now, if they continue despite the employee employer's request to go on holiday to those places to require quarantine, when they come back, then it's possible that employers could dismiss fairly in those circumstances. So employees and employers, as always, but even more in these uncertain times, need to work together to find a way through it. Um, a question here, actually, which is coming in, saying, can my employer make me go back to the office if I've been working successfully from home since lockdown? Well, it, it all depends on the on the circumstances. I mean, if, if it's a case that the employee's been working from home successfully, it's difficult to see why an employer would uh, able to insist that, that somebody comes back in those circumstances. But, but as with all these things, Steph, a broad question like that loses some of the detail. Um, so uh, it's difficult to know what the employer's motivation is, and that would, that would be key in deciding whether the employer can insist on it or not. I uh, chatted to Leeds-based employment lawyer Simon Robinson about the, the, the rules about um, lockdown in this ever-changing world, because uh, August 1st uh, signified the relaxation of remote working expectations, which were set out by the government four months ago. But over 18 million people have continued to work through lockdown from home. Many businesses now face decisions to return to the physical office as well. Um, what do employers have to do to ensure their, their staff's safety in the workplace, you know, making it COVID specific? And if, if you as a, a, an employee, they don't you don't feel like they've done their job correctly, where do you stand on that? Okay, so, well, um, there is a responsibility for employers to ensure workplaces are kept safe. There are health and safety um, laws in place. And there is a range of specific guidance for various types of uh, workplace available on gov.uk that people can go and, and look at. Um, there's also guidance from the health and safety executive as well. And um, the responsibility for employers present, if somebody has to come into the office, is to make sure they encourage social distancing, they limit face-to-face -face contact, regular announcements on keeping distance. Um, there's watching hands. Some employers are putting in one-way staircases and one-way walking patterns around buildings so that uh, people are being kept apart. Very similar to what you'll see in, in your local um, supermarket. The other thing that employers need to consider is even if they make their workplace safe, is are the people who are travelling in going to be safe whilst they're travelling if they're having to use public transport, for example. So those are the things they'll have to consider, especially when they've got vulnerable employees or, or employees who the NHS has defined as high risk or moderate risk of COVID-19. So again, it's looking at things on an individual basis. I think the temptation is to look at what's the blanket solution. And the blanket solution is be reasonable, 
discuss things on a case-by-case basis with each employee because you'll find what works for one employee doesn't work for another. The brilliant Simon Robinson, who's a Leeds-based employment lawyer. If people want to get more information, how would they find you? They can look on our website, which is robinsonroth.com, or I am on LinkedIn and Twitter as well. Brilliant stuff. I hope to get to speak to you again in the future, Simon. It's been great to speak to you. And thank you for putting, you know, a lot of us, because there's a lot of questions in there that people have, you know, not known the answer to, and you've just cleared a few things up. So thank you so much. Oh, well, it's very kind. Thanks for having me on, sir. Pleasure. No worries, Simon. Simon Robinson, who's a Leeds-based employment lawyer, BBC Radio Leeds. It's five to five.